0: All right, let's get jiggy with it. Will Smith, he got jiggy with uh, Chris Rock's face, didn't he? Apparently uh, so. We're not going to get it.
1: Jana says says they both need to apologize. let all
0: kiss and make up. All right, hello and welcome to Two Old Guys on the Back Porch. I am Steve Scotch, And my cohort in crime, the lovely and talented Cat is here. That's C-A-T, Cat. Get this thing rolling.
1: Hey, how y'all doing? We can be found on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all your other premier podcast platforms. We can also be found on Facebook and Instagram. And our two outs today are uh, a town pretty close to us. The first one, Tuckahoe, Virginia, the first place where Thomas Jefferson went to school. And their other place is Columbia, South Carolina, home of the University of South Carolina. And our last shout-out is for Louisa Humane Society. They had a great uh, Happy Tail 5K and Dog Jog we participated in today. And giving you all a big cheer.
0: All right. Alcohol is never in short supply on the back porch and today i'm doing the Glen livet it's scotch it's what i do it's a once a week treat and uh today i'm treating myself cat what you're cooking
1: um ascot is not that far away it's uh starts june the 14th there in england you usually watch it on the
0: horse racing it's
1: horse racing and i usually it's day daytime and i usually watch a little bit a little of the pomp and circumstance and try and bet a few of the horses and we're having a lovely uh ascot blush today
0: wow sounds sweet like you baby thanks baby. we're gonna ramble on which ramble on is a pretty kick-ass song by zeppelin but anyway we're going to uh we're going to talk about why the quality of the products we've been buying our entire life now have turned into garbage. And on this podcast, we normally don't go into current events and what's in the news and whatever. But I know this is affecting everybody, not just us. You know, the prices of everything have gone off the rails, and and not only the prices, but what you're bringing home, it, it sucks. I mean, a couple places I worked at when when I was young. They had these things, it was called quality control, okay? These people had positions that made sure the product, before it went out the door, didn't suck. So, I don't know. Maybe we got rid of those jobs and nobody's doing that anymore, but... Cost well, cutting. I don't know. What we've been bringing Nobody home cares. recently it's just not up to snuff. I mean, I don't want to sit here and bore you and go through product after product, but I'm going to go through a couple real quick. And one of them is a pet peeve. It's freaking potato chips. Okay, now... We all know that the bag is, like, full of air, okay, and there's a little bit of chips about halfway or a third of the way down, but, you know, they're supposed to taste like barbecue flavor or cheddar flavor or whatever, and and they taste like nothing. I mean, Pringles, I've had enough of them, okay? Pringles are good for the beach because they're in a can and you can eat those without eating sand. But go buy a can of Pringles barbecue chips and tell me where the barbecue dust is. Are we saving money by not sprinkling some more barbecue dust on these things? I'm done with them. Ruffles, they suck. Um, I mean, I'm back to buying plain Lay's potato chips. Okay? There's so many different chips out there, but I've given up on all of it. Okay?
1: But uh, wasn't the other day we looked and the bag was gotten smaller? And the regular size bag, they said that was the party bag.
0: It's a joke. And, and these things are 479. This is in Virginia. Now, if you're out in California or New York, a bag of chips might be $20 now. I don't know. But it, it's the pa- it's the fact that you open the bag and there's like four potato chips on top and the rest of it is a bunch of dust. Just next time you buy a bag, put a paper towel out on the counter and just dump that bag out and look at what you just paid five dollars for absolutely freaking nothing
1: and the words of the johnny rotten you feeling cheated
0: whatever i mean we're buying those little baby bags now right right it's like a bunch of assorted stuff in a box or whatever
1: we pay a lot of money for that box but now it what well, the price was like six ninety nine. All right. Now it's nine ninety nine. H- here's another on
0: sale. Right, here's another something that doesn't matter. It's called Tire Shine. Oh now, my God. I like to keep my whips clean. Okay. Wifey, it, your car is fifteen years old. That thing looks like showroom out looks there, doesn't
1: showroom. it? Showroom. I still got old guys in parking lots walking up to me. Hey, you thinking about selling that? Mm-hmm.
0: But anyway, it's tire shine. Who cares, right? So I don't know if it was mcguire's or which i like Maguire's products they're very good or or armorall i don't know which one it was black magic something's tasha so i go out there hit the button hit the nozzle thing and the shit goes in like four different directions like on the car on the on the driveway everywhere on the rim everywhere but on the top so i turn it adjust it whatever spray it shit's going everywhere so i'm like fuck that going by another one swear to god going by another one A different brand the foam one, shake that up, hit that button, and that I swear to God, shit goes everywhere. I'm like, you can't buy a bottle of tire shine. And, and now, when you go in AutoZone or AutoPlus or whatever the hell you go in to buy this stuff, it used to be like four dollars, five dollars. Now it's eight and nine dollars for a bottle of of stuff to clean your car with. I mean, it's freaking insane. I'm gonna go into uh let's see bacon. we you have to m- make payments on bacon out here now. I mean this shit's like eight, nine dollars.
1: so and we're in the state where bas- basically bacon was invented, okay Smithfield you heard of it?
0: Yeah, it's owned by Japan now right so i I open up the bacon and I see just a white strip. There's no, you know, brown-looking, reddish, tan, like where the meat is supposed to be. The fat's supposed to be around the outside. There's supposed to be some meat in these bacon strips. So I pulled that one off. I said, maybe this. I'm pull- the whole pack, and it wasn't, uh. what's that stuff they call it that people like? It looks like fat to me, pork belly. Pork belly, yeah. It wasn't that, <laughs> it looked like it, but it wasn't. It was supposed to be bacon and the whole $9 pack was a, was a pack of fat that went in the trash because these people at these plants, they don't give a shit. They're putting anything out, putting it on the truck, and the grocery store is putting it on the shelf, and we're getting slammed. Um, again, it, it, it's a freaking joke. I don't know what the hell is going on. You know, We pay these ridiculous prices for these things that we need you know, or, or that we want and it sucks. You know, prices keep going up. The quality is bad. We get less for our money. Um, I mean, wifey saw something about the fast food industry. That, uh, you know, Burger King's chicken nuggets are going to get smaller.
1: Yes, but they were 10. <laughs> they were 10 in the pack. Now it's gone to 8. Well, they took a, a lot of things off of the dollar menu. All right, well, the fast food industry... I mean, there was one thing about Northern toilet paper. was three-ply, now they've gone down to two-ply. I mean...
0: That's why we're doing this podcast. Because the whole thing has gone tits up. I I, I really don't understand it. You know, we're going to... Who cares if they take the Whopper Jr. off the dollar menu? Okay? We're all going to (laughs) live... (laughs) <laughs> if that happens.
1: And a good sign of things going tits up in the economy is how many people are at Costco. I in yeah. Costco last week, it looked like an invasion after good. Memorial Day. I, I'm
0: glad they are. I, I mean,
1: mean it's, it was crazy. I mean, there was a huge line just to get to the registers.
0: Good. Go to the big box stores. Everybody should go. I mean, I had a friend the other day who, who went and bought a Big Mac and said the Big Mac is smaller. <laughs> well... Hence the name Big Mac, right? It's supposed to be big, and now we're going to call it the Little Mac. I mean, I wouldn't eat anything from McDonald's if it was free. Here's another one, Arby's. I don't know if Arby's is all across the country where you are. They think they're a little higher-end fast food place, but they've lost their freaking mind. I noticed that place used to be slammed on lunchtime. And now it's like crickets over there because they've jacked everything to the moon. I went over there and bought a turkey sandwich a couple weeks ago. Just a sandwich was $8 and 20 some cent for a freaking sandwich from a fast food place. Okay. Fast food industry, you need to know your role. Okay. You're supposed to be cheap because your food sucks anyway. And it's prepared by people who really don't give a damn. And, Speaking of sandwich places, out here we've got Jimmy John's, Potbelly, Firehouse, Jersey Mike's, and all of them are a complete freaking ripoff. Now, now Jersey Mike's, they do put a little meat on the on the on the sandwich. I, I'll give them that, but they're all high as hell. And this Potbelly place, they can go away. I mean, when they first got here, they were high as hell. But you go in there now to get a sandwich, chips, and a drink, it's like 18 bucks. I'm like, my bank account is not set up for that, okay? Not, not to spend $18 a day for lunch. Um,
1: you the, know, The J- thing that got me was, was was the other week we got donuts from Intamin's. And you watch the History Channel to show of how food was made in America or whatever. I can't get the exact title. And one of the shows I watched was about Little Debbie into Intimates. And the thing about Intimates was they put a window into the package so you could see the donuts and you would want to buy them. Right. You know, what has left the building for no, Intimates?
0: No window. No window.
1: And we looked at the donuts and they were way smaller than what they had previously been offering.
0: Again, we're going product to product, probably boring you. Some of you people out there, like I said, Cali, New York, wherever, y'all probably Maybe been paying these prices for years. But this is all sticker shock for us here in the uh, Commonwealth of Virginia. But yeah, the donuts, how do you say it? intiman Intamin. Intimans. The wifey's been buying these things since the kids were little because they're awesome. The chocolate ones are these big, big chocolate donuts, eight of them in a box. and And they're pricey anyway. They were pricey back in the right. day. But it's a good quality product, so you don't mind paying it but she bought a box the other day excuse me of uh, the uh, assorted ones whatever right. I had the cinnamon ones and whatever
1: now the I box like the is crumble.
0: the box is still the same when you open it up the donuts were like half the size oh, i mean yeah. they weren't even touching there was space the size. in the box I, I, i'm like it, it, this is where we're at now we're going to ruin a freaking donut we're not going to buy it anymore when we bring stuff home now and it sucks they're off the list. I don't know. Like I said, the other thing blowing my mind right now is like personal care items, just deodorant. All right. Uh, the Axe brand that it, it smells really good.
1: It's your teenage son's favorite it's product.
0: Not, <laughs> it's eight and nine dollars. Eight freaking eight and nine dollars a stick of deodorant have you lost your freaking mind the the dove for men products the wifey started buying me that years ago the shampoo and this all that shit is ten dollars okay I, i'm not doing it i'm not doing it i have gone back to uh men in speed Stick. <laughs> oh that's God. where i'm going i haven't <laughs> bought that shit since i was in high school but i'm not paying you think about it you go in the store. To get deodorant, shampoo, and soap, you're down 45 bucks. You've, I mean, it's off the freaking rails. A single pack of, tr- a single 12 pack of drinks is how much? 12 pack of Coke.
1: Seven. Uh, seven fifty.
0: 50. They got the balls. Not to charge you $7 for 12 cans of sugar, but then to put 50 cents on top of it.
1: I mean, you know, I always we've always gotten whatever was on sale that week and that's pretty much where we're going to stay. I mean,
0: when they give you the 3 for two, something you offer. You
1: buy two, get two or the you three for something. It. You have to do it. You there's there's no you've choice. You've
0: got to make changes. We we've got to do some changing. You can't just, you know, if you've got Money just falling out of the trees where you live. And, and none of this matters to you. But I'm, t- I'm, I'm trying to talk to, like, normal, regular people who are trying to pay the bills and eat and, like, us have a little bottle of liquor out here on the back porch and enjoy their life. They're making it very, very difficult. I'm not even going to go into the prices of the liquor store. That, every time we go in there... My so bottle of scotch now for a liter is 70 bucks. They kiss my ass. I, I'm getting ready to downgrade that.
1: I'm looking for the sales signs at the ABC store. Oh, and they've got, you know, they've got those brand new beautiful blue bags oh that my they God. want you to. And this is a whole BYOB campaign, bring your, bring your own bag. Here, here's
0: the Virginia <laughs> ABC store now. All right, they've had record sales the last two years, mainly because of the coronavirus and people were sitting at home working or er, drinking.
1: Being their own bartender. And, and they've got and they're they're like if you
0: get a one bottle, they put it in a paper bag. But if you get two bottles, they might put it in the plastic. I mean, they they're like coveting these bags. I'm like, bitch, y'all made like a billion dollars last year and they're worried about a freaking plastic bag. What a joke.
1: So but, now they've they're they're giving every customer a brand-new reusable bag for you to carry. And remember, the BYOB, you need to bring it back to get some more.
0: Whatever. They're a bag. Really? I mean, th- this is what we're going to have to start doing. And I, I don't know if I said it on the podcast before, but there's some grocery stores out here called Lytle. Is that right? Lidl or Lidl? Lidl. Lidl and Aldi's? Mm hmm I don't know if you have them where you're at, but they've got, you know, off-brand stuff for pretty decent prices. And uh, just go experiment. You know, try something different. You don't know. You don't know until you try it. I
1: mean, Uh, like this week, I wasn't happy at the offering of Publix shrimp. Right. They looked very shrimpy to me, Mm -hmm. so instead I went to Tom Leonard's today and got some excellent shrimp for dinner.
0: It was excellent, baby. All right, and, and, you know, again, the wifey saw the news where the manufacturers of, the, of these food products are going to reduce the sizes of their products, and, and we're seeing it right, right fr- before our eyes right now, are we not?
1: Oh, yeah. And, and
0: the thing is, we're getting doubly dogged, double screwed because they've jacked the prices up, is that a helicopter? Yep. Wow. Good timing. The prices have gone three dollars up on stuff. Not 39 cents, not 10 cents. Three bucks shit's gone up. And and then you the the quantity is smaller. The quality sucks. I, I don't know. I, I understand, you know, the, these companies' cost have gone up. I
1: don't know... Gasoline's killing everybody. Right.
0: Trying to ship your product and, and distribute it. I, I know those prices have gone up. I don't know if it's, uh, you know, all these big companies took a beating when the coronavirus hit and everybody was on lockdown and now they're trying to get it back. Right. I, I don't know what the reason is. I don't. But don't tell me, you know, these big companies are not making profit. I'm not one of those guys, you know you know, go after the big rich people or whatever. It, it's it's none of that. It's just, you know, it feels like we're being taken advantage of. Our, our loyalty, it, it, it's getting us nowhere. I, I hope we're not heading, I'm not trying to be Glenn Beck and, and and gloom and doom us, but hopefully we're not heading to another Great Depression or, uh, you know, well, or f- recession, all- you know.
1: The forecasters are saying something's coming. Yeah, I mean the next I don't three know. after the next three months, something may be going down.
0: Anyway, not to bring everybody down, but things are getting ugly out here. All right, we're gonna roll right into one tough son of a bitch. All right, today we're gonna talk about a man named John Deere. And yes, that's right. The ones that make you might have a John Deere lawnmower in your garage. That's
1: or, a possibility.
0: But we're going to talk about the first John Deere. This was the original one, born in 1804 in Rutland, Vermont. Now right, we're going to set it up. The Americans w- were moving westward,
1: heading west.
0: Basically, what just shoving the Indians right, right. on across the Get on plane, out of here. which was dirty, very dirty. Now John Deere he had moved to Illinois and he set up a shop selling like horseshoes, sickles.
1: I mean he was farming bas- tools. He was basically like a a smith, right? Yeah.
0: And uh he noticed out there that the the soil was like thicker. It was like a clay soil right. and it was causing problems. The old wood and cast iron plows were taking a beating. So uh John Deere, he designed like a series of these plow shapes, you know, went out there with the settlers and the farmers and worked with them and talked with them and tried to figure out, you know, how can we get through this soil without everything falling apart? But his uh, Eureka moment was when he, I guess he was working with this metal manufacturing company and came with this self-scouring plow with, it had like a unique curved shape that stopped the need for them.
1: To clean that, the place. Right, right. They
0: they do a row, a half a row and have to stop. Right. And what a pain in the ass that was. And, uh, and the stuff quit breaking, too. So, uh, of course, John Deere today, they still sell, you know, top of the line, agricultural, construction, forestry equipment.
1: There's a great episode of, I, I'm a history buff, and I watch Machines That Built America, mm. and one of them was John Deere and the people who built Caterpillar.
0: Yeah, yeah. Two
1: brands you and I know very well.
0: Yeah, where I work, we have John Deere and Caterpillar equipment and it's uh it's very, very nice. All right, John Deere. He helped pave the way for us to plow our way across America and that's why John Deere was one tough son of a
1: Okay, our next thing is what you Watching? And (laughs) we just had a new episode of Housewives, Housewives of Dubai. I'm out. He's out, but you watched it with me, though. And Dubai looks incredible. I mean, it looks like a big plastic Disney World of rich people.
0: It looks like Vegas, where there's absolutely (laughs) nothing around this thing, and there's an island of Hedonism. That's what it looks like.
1: Anyway, it's interesting. It's a totally different country. You have different accents and people.
0: Can we not put the real housewives of anything on what you watch? watching? Can we make a rule?
1: This is the last one I ever get to do.
0: Thank you. Okay. Are you done? I'm done. Thank you, baby. All right, we're going to roll right into Cocktail of the Week, because that's why we're here.
1: Oh, yes. To
0: drink and ramble on. All right. Aperol?
1: Aperol. Spritz.
0: All right. Now, this drink, it's pretty much all Italian all day. Okay. And we do have listeners in Italy, don't we? Yes, we do. Wow, that's how good we are. All right, here we go. Now we have dogs barking. It's it's interesting out here. All right. This is the way we're going to make the...
1: April Spritz.
0: Two shots of Prosecco. Wifey knows all about Prosecco. I'm, I'm well versed. <laughs> Sometimes she has a glass or two while we're dining. Um, it's a sparkling Italian wine. Correct? Right, right. Okay. All right. It so
1: traces got... back to Padua, Italy. It's an aperitif designed yeah. to be consumed before dinner. Right. And it's created back in 1919.
0: Okay, so you got two shots of Prosecco, a shot and a half of. April. April. which is like a, it's like an orange-colored Italian bitter. Is that correct? Right. Okay. And then just put a little splash of club soda or right. a half of a, this a is shot.
1: one. I hate to say more Pravo stuff. It's it's big on the boat show, as you call it, below deck.
0: The, I like the, below deck. The the custo- below deck's okay.
1: The the customers are always either it's the the um, the coffee the expresso the martini or it's this thing, so. Yeah. Aperol Spritz.
0: All right. Take your Prosecco, your Aperol, and your club soda. Pour them into a wine glass filled with ice. Stir it with your finger and garnish it with an orange slice. Usually we leave out the garnish on here because air drinks don't last long enough to need a garnish. Steven. But... This one looks pretty cool in the wine glass with the ice with the orange slice there. Plus, the orange is one of the fruit fruits that I actually like. Did you make one of these?
1: Yes. Okay,
0: we gonna, we're gonna do, we're gonna do a tasting taste, taste test. We're gonna pretend like we're on a
1: on, on yacht in the Mediterranean. Hmm, that's not bad. It's kind of refreshing.
0: There's an owl out
1: there. Yeah, I just heard.
0: We have owls eating. We're like out in the. right, baby. That's pretty good. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, today we were bumpered in by one of my favorites, okay? I don't know why he hadn't got on here. I don't know how many podcasts we've done. How many have we done? Um, 50-some. 50 50-some. 50 and Dwight Yoakam c- should have been like up first. Year. Dwight Yoakam came in with one of his older tunes, Claudette, which I believe was a cover from somebody. But anyway, 65 years old from parkville kentucky all right dwight he trotted in nashville and then he headed to la which when he first came out of the gate he was totally cool because he was doing like you know his own stuff it was like rock and
1: i i felt it was like the punk country the, cow it, punk Baker's, or something. bakersfield yeah scene. That, that and was, that's kind of why no, he went right. to
0: cali I mean, that took big balls. Yeah. I, uh, you know,
1: I'm done with whatever I'm doing over here. Let me start something new, totally new by myself over here in California that reminds people of Bakersfield.
0: Well, in the scene. places he was playing, uh, the Blasters were on that scene. Right. Los Lobos. Think about that. You could go to a club and see Los Lobos, Lobos. and freaking Dwight Yoakam in, in a dump. Um, there was a band I like called X uh they were playing around then anyway right. Dwight's first album came out 1986 Guitars and Cadillacs, I have the vinyl um I've been a fan Pretty ever much. since you know uh <laughs> Honky Tonk Man I think it was like his first video ever shown on MTV um he has an album called If There Was If There Was a Way I love that record um Johnny Cash said Dwight was one of his favorite country singers and hey Johnny Cash likes him. Come on. Um to me it's it's a little a little brand of country, a little rockabilly, a little cowpunk. You know, he had a secret weapon back in the day. This guy's name was Pete Anderson. Oh yeah. Just a great guitar player. I, I don't know what happened with those two, but he he did add so much to Dwight's songs. Um some point I don't know if they had a falling out. I'm sure it was ever money or some shit. I I wish they would get back together. Um, Dwight did an album in 2012 called Three Pairs. It's really got some great songs on it. He did some young cats. Um, I saw Dwight Yoakam at an outdoor show, I don't know, about 10 miles from right where where we're sitting. And uh, it was great. It was it was a really great show. Uh, of course, he's acted right. Um, I
1: thought you would have mentioned this before. Two of your favorites, Sling Blade yes. and... Pastor Phil and Four Christmases. Come on now.
0: <laughs> if you don't know the movie Four Christmases, you got to get with it. They are two of my favorites. Good call, baby. Hey, Dwight Yoakam, an American original. Hey, check him out wherever you get your music. We want to thank everybody for listening, and we will see you all down the road.
1: See ya.